Hello, everybody. This is Craig. I'm Nick. We are. We are. Messer Brothers presents. On a beautiful July day here. July and September. Right. I mean, in, not know. September. July. July and September. That yeah. makes sense. July and July. Thundering outside. Yep. Lightning outside. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a sad week. It is a sad week. Tell them why it's a sad week. We have lost an American icon. Yes, we have. Um, I think, you know, uh, if you don't know, Charlie Daniels passed away this week on the 6th. July the 6th. July 6th. At the age of 83. In his home in Nashville. Or Mount Juliet is where he... Where he lived, so I don't know if he was... I think he was at home. Um, anyway, Charlie... No, he was not at home. He was at the Summit Medical Center in Nashville when he died. Suffered a stroke. Um, you know... I don't know if our listeners like Charlie Daniels, but... It, we Char- like Charlie Daniels. We like Charlie Daniels. And, and Charlie Daniels is... If we had... A whole, whole lot more people like Charlie Daniels. This country would be a lot better off. Yes, it would. Um, he's an American patriot to the extreme. God-fearing Christian man. He wasn't always, but yeah, you know, we're not going to get into that. But he did turn. He he found Jesus and and spent a good portion of his life living for Him. And um, I did see that when I saw that he died. I looked him up and. There was a tweet that came out from his account before he died. And it was him singing a gospel song called He's Alive. And I was like, that's so, like, I don't know if maybe he died before they released, like, maybe they tweeted it after he actually died and it just wasn't released to the media yet. But uh, I think that's pretty powerful to say. (laughs) Because, you know, I, I think, you know, we don't really get talk religion or politics on here too much, but... Charlie is sitting around the throne with Jesus right now. Um, so anyway, he, he was a good one, and he's going to be missed. He made some good music back and he in the day. made some good music. Um, <laughs> he is actually the first. I, he's my first album I ever bought was a Charlie Daniels album, and I bought it at a gas station. One of the truck stop. Truck stop. So we were eating at a truck stop. Uh, with my, me and my brother, me, well, me and Nick and our parents, and I was probably third or fourth grade, I'm assuming. Um, and, uh, we were, we all, we ate at this place quite a bit. It's not there anymore. They, they took it out and put a subway in, which sucks because it's pretty good food. But they had, you know, these old truck stops have music. They always sell CDs and at the time sold tapes. So I always looked through them, so I was there. They had Charlie Daniels, biggest hits, or super hits, I think. And I was like, I want this. And my mom was like, I'll ask your daddy. He was like, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know why, but. <laughs> he said she's going to grow up to be no, a. No, this is later. This is later. Okay. She, she was like, let him buy it if he wants to buy it. I bought the tape. <clears throat> And so we listened to it and we left there. And I remember we went to Walmart after we we left eating. Remember we listened to it. And he said, 
all right, now when he grows up to be a uh, a drunk on a bar stool, you can remember this moment. You let him buy this Charlie Daniels tape. <laughs> <laughs> I remember sitting back and be like, what's he talking about? And for the record, I'm not a drunk on a bar stool. So, unfortunately, <laughs> he'd probably have a lot more friends if he was. Oh no, I've got a lot of friends. <laughs> um. So anyway, he <laughs> bought the first album I bought, Charlie Daniels. I went and saw him in concert about a year later. I think it was 1999. That's Yeah. So I went and saw Charlie Daniels. <laughs> I, I remember we we had season passes to Dollywood, and back then they, I don't know if they do it now. They had a summer concert series, and so it wasn't free, and you had to buy a ticket and all that. But anyway. I'd went and saw Ricky Skaggs. That was my first concert um, two years before this. I remember it was two years apart. And so Charlie Daniels was going to come to Hollywood. I was like, I've got, I want to go. I need to go. So my parents were like, no, I'm not going to go. And I was like, please, I want to go. I want to go see him. So my papaw, <laughs> who all the music he listens to is, is gospel and bluegrass, um, <laughs> said he would go with me to see Charlie Daniels. <laughs> So I remember we went and and uh, I remember being in there. I was excited. I can I can remember this day pretty well. I remember the day. I was very I didn't excited. Go to the concert, but I was at Dollywood with you. And uh, yeah. I remember a bunch of people. He just put out an album called uh, Road Dogs because I remember that because people had lanyards on that said Road Dogs, and and they were a bunch of people going backstage. And I was like, please let me go. I want to be picked and go meet Charlie. And I was like, I thought, I don't know. I guess I thought they got picked out of the crowd to go meet him. But anyway, uh, I didn't go. And, but my grandpa, we were, we were, they started coming out and started. And he was like, you're going to have to go outside. And he said, go out there and get me some uh, paper towels. I was like, all right. So we can go to some napkins. And he made balls and put them in his ears because it was too loud. <laughs> and I remember we got probably three quarters of the way in. And he was like, you ready to go? And I was like... Not really, but I think you are. I didn't tell him that. I was thinking about it. And he hadn't played Devil Went Down to Georgia yet. And I was like, I've got to hear that. And I said, no, let's wait a little longer. So we made it through the whole show. Um, it was awesome. And then I saw him again in 2009. It's 10 years apart. So I saw him. He would have turned 84 in October. I just read that. So I saw him when he was 63 and then when he was 73. And he died at 83. So... I saw him 10 years apart, and he was just as good the second time 10 years later as he was the first time. He was incredible. He really was. Um, I wish I'd have saw him again. But he could play the... He played the strings off a of fiddle. I mean, like, he went through bow after bow playing that one down to Georgia. It was impressive. But he, he, was, he was good. He was a good one. Um, so that has led us to have our top... Our list today, we're going to do top 10, and it's top 10 Charlie Daniels songs. Yeah. Um, so you want to start us out this week? With sure. Your number 10. All right. Number 10, I got a song. It's called Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. I've not heard that one. It's a good song. It's good? Yep. What's it about? It's about Billy the Kid. The outlaw Billy the Kid? It's like, yeah. What's the sheriff's name? Garrett. Pat Garrett. Pat, yeah, so Pat Garrett has your name on all of his bullets and his gun. It's a good song. That's you should good. listen to I'll it. I had to look it up. Yeah. Uh, my number 10 is What This World Needs is a Few More Rednecks. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I think this song speaks 
pretty good truth, you know. We we need. And he says at the end of the song, you know what? Some people call it a redneck, it's just a working man. And I was like, that, that's a good point because it is. Um, I guess the word redneck gets some connotations, but working class men. And it says there are a lot more of us than there are people like you, and and there there probably is. And if yeah. Working class folks would step up and stand up. We probably get more done in the country, but yep. they like to sit back and not do anything, except work. Except work. They're too, yeah, ti- yeah. They're they're too tired, tired from working to, to scream and make noise on the news. <laughs> Maybe that's probably it. So that's my number ten. <laughs> What's your number nine? Number nine is one called Caballo Diablo. You got songs I've never heard. You must have done a deep dive. You said my top ten his songs. Yeah. This is- okay. These are deep album cuts at you. If you're not a hardcore fan, you won't know. <laughs> yeah. The first one was off the album High Lonesome, and this one is off the album Fire on the Mountain. Now, I have heard the song High Lonesome by him. How, it's a good song, yeah, too. it's pretty good. But, so what's this one? Why do you like it? I like the, it's like a gunfighting ballad thing. Not really a ballad. It's like a... It's good. good. I'm, yeah. It's like the guy down in Mexico. They call him Caballo Diablo. Sounds good. Yeah. I will mention one more thing. Charlie Daniels is from North Carolina. He was born in Wilmington. Um, he has a song that didn't make my list, but it's called Carolina. And it's pretty good. He, he talks about... It's on the album High Lonesome, too. Yeah. yeah, he talks about, you know, at the beginning, he talks about... It's more he, just him talking. He talks about growing up in North Carolina. and um, Then he starts singing later, but pretty good song. But it didn't make my list. My number nine is Uneasy Rider. It's a good song. And... I, there's two Uneasy Riders, okay? There's two versions. I mean, there's Uneasy Rider and then Uneasy Rider, I think. Right, Uneasy Rider Rides Again, I think is what the other one's called. Um, I put the first one here because it's, it's a story song, and it's fun. I've always thought it's fun. Um, and the second one's fun, too, but Uneasy Rider is number nine. Uneasy Rider. All right. Number eight I have In America. Yeah. You have it on your list? Oh, uh, yeah. Not a date, but I got it. <laughs> it's a good song. If people need to listen to it today and it, uh, listen to the message, it comes out. Yeah. He has a lot of messages in his songs. I wish that, that song would be true again. Maybe it is. Maybe. It will be. I don't know. <laughs> All right. My number eight is Drinking My Baby Goodbye. When I was a kid, this was probably my favorite one. And... And it's dropped quite a bit, but I do I do like it. I think it's a fun song. Uh, and my biggest memory of this song is me and you and Day was in Lowe's and we sang this song through Lowe's. Me and you did. Do you remember that? Yeah. And we were changing the words, and we don't know what we were changing to, but we thought, man, this is good. <laughs> but we, <laughs> yeah. So we were smart. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, number seven. Yep. Number seven. uh the song's called Damn Good Cowboy. You heard it? Beep, not, that, beep that out, Doug. We're not beeping I, that one, Doug. I've not heard that one. Is it good? It is good. Uh, you should listen to I'll it. I'll have to look it up. He's a, I'll have to take your list and listen to all these. It's I'm a damn good cowboy. And I hope the hell he stays in Tennessee. <laughs> and, it says, and if you don't like him, then you ain't going to like me. That's pretty good. It's a good song. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, my number seven is Long-Haired Country Boy. Number seven? Yeah. <laughs> and see, when I was making my list, it, it got stuck at seven, and it probably really more tied with like four-ish. But I was making my list, and I was like, just, boom, just cranking them out, and I kind of forgot about it until I got to seven. I was like, oh, crap. So, 
I actually got uh, to number nine before I realized I didn't put that one in there. And so I had to bring it up. Bring it up. I used to be a long-haired country boy. Yeah. You remember that? Song. I do. Remember when I had long hair, Doug? I wish I still had long hair. I cut my hair and I lost myself. That's when my <laughs> life went all downhill. Like Samson. He lost her power. Yep. I cut my hair and got married. <laughs> it's all downhill from there. <laughs> long hair Nick was had it going on. Short hair Nick got all con- it took my wisdom away from me. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number six is a song called. Oh, and those are. I'm not married anymore. If there's any single women listening, I was wondering so, uh, if you're gonna say that. <laughs> so it's good now. <laughs> <laughs> Number six is the South's gonna do it again. And th- this is one that I'd left off mine. You left it off. I did, but I mean, it's so it's great. It's a great song. It's like people. So we'll put a, it a lot in of light people, number eleven. People think it's like oh, he's just praising slavery. He wants the South to rise. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. close to what the song's about. It's about the rise of Southern rock music and the main becoming mainstream. Yeah, that's all it's it, about. It is. It's about music. Listen to it if you never heard it and you think it's racist because it's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I come in with number six with the devil went down to Georgia. I left that one off my list. Yeah, that, that's the one. Like, right? that, that's the one. It's I mean, so good. It, it doesn't deserve to be on there. People know that song. The, the reason I put it this low is because this is, you know, if you think of Charlie Daniels, this is the song you think of. People know that um, song and don't know his name. Yeah, and I do. I really do love this song, but this song almost goes in a different category than, like, like it, it, it's an all-time great song. Yeah. Not just his song. Any yeah, song. so I didn't put it because it kind of eclipses the rest of them in a sense, but it's not my favorite, if that makes sense. It's not my favorite, but so it's good. That, that's how I feel. When yeah. it comes on the radio, yeah, oh, I don't turn fantastic. it. I don't turn I've it. I've heard ever. it who knows how many songs, and I don't turn it off. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. All right. What are we on, number five? Number five. Number five for me is Uneasy Rider. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the first one? Yeah. Not the second one? I don't think I know the second one. You don't have to look it up. <laughs> it never played, ever. I but heard, I heard it one time. I read something about it, and they said it was homophobic. I'm sure it's probably considered that, but, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. But that's probably why it's never played. Yeah, yeah. But I've never. I like the first. The it's a good song. Yeah. All right. So my number five is Simple Man, not to be confused with Leonard Skinner's Simple Man, which is also great. Which is also great. <laughs> why do a Leonard Skinner top ten? It'll be higher than number five on my list. But anyway, his version of Simple Man, this song, I was listening to it again today, and I was thinking, if a song describes how I feel about the world, it's this song. It's a good song. So if you want to know my opinions on things, listen to this song, and it pretty much tells you exactly what I think. Because he lays it out pretty plain. All right. And I think if we followed the song's advice... Simple Man. It's a good song. We'd be well off. So, all right. What number are we on? Uh, four. four. Yeah. Number four. Clocking in at number four. The Legend of Wooly Swamp. Yeah. That's a good song. It is good. If you don't know what it's about, I, you just got to listen. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I think Craig has it on his list, so he can tell yeah, you what it's about. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it when I get to it. All right. My number four is a song that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear it from him first. It's his song. I heard a cover by Tyler Childers. And I thought, that's a good song. And he said it was a Charlie Daniels song. I never heard it. And I looked it up and I'm like, wow, that's great. And it's called Trudy. 
Um, Trudy. It's just a good song. Music. Call up Trudy on the telephone. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. Song. It's fun and good. All right, number All three. Right, number three. Number three for me is Simple Man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good song. It is fantastic. Yeah. Craig said enough about it. I say enough. Move on. Number uh, two. My number three. I want three. My number three is still in Saigon. I left that one off my list. Um, and I, I remember, you know, being a kid listening to it. I really, really liked the song. It kind of scared me a little bit. I don't know why. But he talks about, you know, he went to Vietnam. And I thought, man, it, it, it just, it makes sense because he, he talks about the struggles. You know, he comes back. His, his brother calls him a killer, but his daddy calls him a vet. It's I think like, it tells a tale of a... Vietnam soldier who's rejected and has PTSD. Yeah. I think that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Yeah. And, and you know, um, this generation is getting old. Yep. Like, you know, they, for a long time, it was like, oh, yeah, the Vietnam group. But now they're actually getting, they're getting up there in age. And, and they, I don't feel like they're honored as much as everybody else, even today. And I think they should be honored more than they are. Yep. It's not their fault that they went over there to fight for what we were over there for. Nope. They did exactly what their country asked, and a whole lot of people died. Um, a lot of people. But anyway, I like that song. It's a good song. I didn't put it in my list, though. All right. Number two, I put Trudy. Trudy! Because yeah. it's a good song. Did you hear it before Childers? No, I didn't. I've never. Charlie Childers was the first one I ever heard it. Yeah. yeah Charlie Daniels. Yeah. Why don't you look it up? I think probably the first time I ever heard it, it was with you. It probably was, yeah. Him and... By both of them. Yeah, because I think it was around the same time that we discovered it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's a really good song. All right. Uh, my number two is In America. In America. Uh, Nick described it pretty well. It, it's yep. a good song. And I I like the line where it talks about putting your hand on a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Because <laughs> it's going to break your neck. Maybe not the fans today, but at the time. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I like... I thought just scream harassment. Oh, he could um, do. The line that says, like, I remember listening to this kid, and, you know, I'd want to sing along. And there's a line in the song that says, uh, the Russians can go straight to hell. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> okay. My mom was like, she was thinking, she was like, they can go straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> So when I hear that, I always think about that, too. And you never did think that it ever would have happened again <laughs> in America, did you? Sing it, Craig. Never did think that we'd ever get together again. Well, we dying, show fools. You were talking real loud and we're walking real proud again. In America. In America. Yeah. Okay. Never did think that it ever would happen again. <laughs> All right. Uh. You ever number yeah. one? Number one. <laughs> Can you guess what it is? Long haired country boy. Yes. <laughs> I'd look That's at my, my number one and see song. what you didn't say. Yeah. Long haired country. That's been my favorite Charlie Daniels song since I was in middle school. Is there a reason? I was in middle school and I was like, man, I wish I had long hair. So then you did. I was like, I want to be. I was like, yeah. Not turn it up. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I With just your long hair it. blowing. Yeah. And then I thought. Yeah, find, you grew your hair long. I tried to grow mine and it curled. I look pretty good. Yeah, your long hair was nice. I decided at one time I, I was looking at uh, Waylon Jennings' pictures, and he had hair that was down to you know shoulder length, and I was like, that's what I want my hair to look like. So I started growing it. 
I and then it you. just curled and I was <laughs> like, this is terrible. So it didn't mm. like my long hair didn't get there, but I wish it would have. Yeah. And anytime I try to grow it up now, it's just too much. I was, nah, forget it. Mm. <laughs> I guess I'm too old. All right. I would grow mine out again if I was younger, but by the time it got long enough, I'd probably be in my 30s. Yeah, you'll be. <laughs> I'd be halfway bald by then. You'll be drawing retirement and uh, trying to grow his hair. Time for nine number one, and it is Legend of Wooly Swamp. Legend. This song was not on the first album I bought, and I didn't, you know, I'd heard it, but it was not. Um, I don't know. I didn't hear it that much. And then I think, and when I got into. My 20s, I was going somewhere and it came on. I heard it. And I was like, man, that song is like. And I remembered it from my childhood and it always made me think, you know, I thought it was kind of cool. But when I heard it again and I was 20 something, I loved it. And I thought, man, that's awesome. So I listened to it a lot, actually. I listen to it a whole lot now. Um, I went, you know, big Charlie Daniels phase as a kid. So he. Charlie Daniels, uh, he's he's pretty much start. You said before that Leonard Skinner started your musical journey. I guess they Charlie Daniels did. Charlie Daniels started mine. Because I remember listening to him in elementary school. Yeah, well, I because, guess when you bought I mean, that cassette. I bought tape. that cassette, and it went from that, and then I remember Mama bought David Allen Coe, and he's not really Southern rock, but I can remember she bought that same and I really liked it, and then it morphed into Leonard Skinner and Hank Williams Jr., and then it morphed into like '80s rock. So thanks, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but Legend of Wooly Swamp is fantastic. If you've not heard it, I encourage you to listen to it. Crank it up loud. It's a good story song. Um, you know, I wish I could find a story, like a true story that matched this to tell on this because it's pretty cool. Whatever. It's good I song. enjoy it. So that's our top 10 for Charlie Daniels. Um, and before we close this out and say goodbye to him in our own way, I guess, uh, I want to read something. He, he did a song a few years ago with... Ten years ago? Yeah, it's probably been ten years. With Aaron Lewis. Um, he used to sing rock and then went country. Um, and the song is called Country Boy. And it features him and George Jones. Um, but at the end, Charlie has a little monologue. And he does... I'm not going to say it as good as him because his voice is <laughs> unique in that uh, way. But if you look that song up, you can hear Charlie say these words. He says, I love my country. I love my guns. I love my family. I love the way it is now. And anybody that tries to change it has to come through me. That should be all our attitudes. Because this is America. And a country boy is good enough for me, son. <laughs> God bless you, Charlie Daniels. Words of wisdom, Charlie. We're going to jump into our story for the day. And I decided to take, since, you know, Charlie Daniels from North Carolina, we're going to stick with North Carolina theme. And we're going to jump into a North Carolina legend that comes from Cherokee. The Cherokee people, that is, not the town of Cherokee. But anyway, it is the Moon-Eyed people. A Moon-Eye. Oh, Moon-Eye bird. Don't call Moon-Eye. He'll get you. <laughs> so the story is that there was Moon-Eyed people around the same time back in uh, the early, I don't even know what you call these, like the hundreds. <laughs> The like the hundreds, like the four or five, six hundreds. Oh. <laughs> um, the Moon-Eyed people were here with the Cherokee, and they described them as bearded, pale people. <laughs> Perfectly white skin, that's how they described them. 
So a fun fact, I don't know if you know this or our listeners know this, Native Americans can't grow facial hair. They, I mean, they can, but it's not very full, very thick. So they saw these white people with beards. So that made, that's kind of different than what mm-hmm. they normally see. Um, they ended up calling them the moon-eyed people because they said that they never saw them out during the daytime because they couldn't see in the day. Their eyes were too sensitive, and they would go blind from the sun. So they were nocturnal people who lived underground huh. in caverns. <laughs> All right, so they say that these Moon Eye people make, made structures, like almost like forts, uh, rock structures, and the most famous one is down on North Carolina, Georgia border, which is now called uh, Fort Mountain, which has become a state park. Fort Mountain. Um, Never heard of it. Yeah, me neither, actually. But it's in, it's in an area that we know, I mean, have been to, but I've never heard of it. Um, the name itself... Comes from the moon people creation. They they said that they built Fort Mountain. They created it. They said it's 850 foot long stone wall that reaches two foot high. Uh, well, it, it, some of it's two foot high and some of it's six foot high. So it's not even along the wall. Um, and they estimate that it was made around the year four to five hundred. <laughs> okay. Four to five hundred? Yes. So that's why I said. That, that's a long time ago. Yeah. That's where they said it could have been made. I don't know if they know that for a fact, but that's what they say. <laughs> okay. Anyway, and apparently there's these little, like, walls and, and uh, stone formations all through Western North Carolina areas. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, they were all made by the moon eyes. And they say they are made by the moon-eyed people. So, uh, the one of the legends about this particular wall is that it was from a war that the moon-eyed people fought and ended up losing against the Creek Nation which is another uh, Indian group. And they say that the Creeks drove the moon-eyed people from their home at night during a full moon, and that ended up hurting their eyes even worse because the full moon's too bright for the moon-eyed people. Um, Another legend also is basically the same, but it says that the Cherokee waged a war against the moon-eyed people. And beat them? And beat them, driving them from their home in Hiawassee to live underground. So are they still around? Uh, yeah, I don't know where the moon-eyed <laughs> people go. Let's, but we're about to get into where it could have came from. So um, the description they gave, as I said, was pale-skinned, having on beards. And they, some people speculate that this is simply just misremembering of facts by the Cherokee and said that they may have actually had a contact with European settlers that came before Columbus. And so it got passed down as moon-eyed people mm-hmm. because Europeans are pale-skinned in comparison and many men have beards. <laughs> um, so, and this legend actually, if that was the theory, it actually matches up with another legend that is called the Legend of Prince Madoc, which is a Welsh story, so originated in Wales. And it says that the prince... Uh, Lived in Wales, got angry at home because a war broke out. So him and his brother and a few others went out and decided they was going to sail, leaving home. Um, This year, it was supposedly around the year 1170. And they claimed that they ended up actually landing in Mobile Bay 
well, where Alabama is today. Alabama. Uh, the legend says that they explored up and down the rivers of the south and that Maddock fell in love with the area and decided he wanted to stay. So he got back in his boat, went back to Wales, and recruited more people to come with him and start a settlement in America. So <laughs> this story makes some believe that these colonists that were here back then, supposedly, and their descendants are the ones that eventually fought a war with Cherokee, with Cherokee Nation and built the forts. Uh, Maddox's descendants um, supposedly went back after they lost the war against the Cherokee, supposedly went back down south to Florida and Alabama and slowly kind of joined in with the native groups down there and kind of made their own. They adopted things from different Indian groups and made their own tribe. And became pale Indians, <laughs> is what it says. <laughs> okay, so all right, it's good to know there. There is actually no evidence to support any of this, though. His dad, King Owain, O W A I N, Owain. I don't know how you say that. Uh, he did exist for sure, but there's no records or Madoc or his brother actually existing. Uh, some say that the story could have been created because. Um, back in like the 16th, 17th century because Great Britain decided they were going to start colonizing the New World because Spain was already here and Spain was trying to do stuff before them and they, they wanted to get, gather support um, to try and keep colonizing more and more and more. And they said they need their way of getting support was to make up a fake story about some Welsh prince doing it before, so it's okay. Um, he did it. We can do yeah, it. Yeah. So, well, they not question what happened to the Welsh prince. What happened to him? What happened oh, to him? He became his own Indian. Oh well, hey, let's oh. get into what ha could have happened. Oh. Um, you know, they say there's no proof of any of this, but there is stories that exist that Europeans, um, when they did come over here to colonize, did come across Indian tribes that spoke Welsh, and all uh, on up into the 17th century. Morgan Jones, who was a preacher. Um, in 19, in, not 19, in 1666, he was actually captured by a tribe in what is now South Carolina, and he says that they spoke Welsh. Welsh. Did he speak Welsh? Yeah. <laughs> Morgan Johns, the preacher, he said that he started preaching Christianity to them, and he, they kept him for a few months, but eventually let him go. Um, the Moonai people did? Yes, the Moonai people. Um, well, I mean, Moonai or... The Welsh, Wales people, Welsh people, Welsh people. Uh, a sailor from Wales was shipwrecked in the 1660s and came across a group that spoke his language as well. He said, "Where do y'all come from?" Probably, yeah. And they said, "Namunamuna." <laughs> is that what Welsh sounds like? I don't know. What is Welsh? Is that not English, basically? No. Kind of like that. Is it? What's it called? Welsh. It's called Whale. It's called Welsh. I speak Welsh. Yes. Is that what it says? From Wales. I'm from, I speak Welsh. Okay. Wales from Wales. Welsh. Welsh. is my language. Um, the, in the 18th and 19th centuries, uh, stories were magnified and very popular about Welsh settlers that pretty much became an Indian group, native group. The governor of Virginia actually financed an expedition to find them. Uh, but he thought somehow that they had made their way all the way west of the Mississippi River. 
uh, Lewis and Clark also were on the lookout for them because they thought that it was possible they'd run into some. In the 20th century, a historical marker was put on the beach in Mobile commemorating Prince Madoc. Um, but it was eventually taken down because some people decided it wasn't true. <laughs> they should have left it up anyways. Yeah, I mean, what's it hurt? You, we don't know. Um, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I don't know what to think. I think it's true. I think the guy came. If he did, I think somebody did. And I think that's basically what the Moon Eyed people were. Um, you know, these, just white people. Yeah, that's what I, yeah <laughs> I, I think so. But, I mean, these Indians are not idiots. I think you know, uh, the Cherokee are not idiots. They don't just make up stuff. They can't prove they who see, it was. I think we should. I'm going to go with Vikings. They could be Vikings. Very white well. Men could be with because beards. Vikings were. Vikings did come to America. Yeah. We do know that. Um, I think that they saw white people with beards and they come up with the story. That's what I think. Uh, whether it's Madoc or Vikings, like you said. But I think they definitely did see something that caused them to come up with these stories. Yeah, they came up from the frozen Northland where during when it's dark all the time, and they're like, oh, it's bright. The moon eye. Moon. Yeah. <laughs> the moon eye people. So the Vikings came and the Indians called them moon eye. Yeah. That's my story. Prove me wrong. Solid. <laughs> you can't. It's solid. So that was just a little local legend that I found. Uh, we mainly Local to us. If you're listening somewhere else, you might not know where we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, local to us. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Um, just wanted to give, you know, Skelly back. Our last... Our last recording was like an hour. Some of these, some of these, we're, we're all over the place with our time. <laughs> so you may listen one day and it's real short and you may listen one day and it's real long. Try to mix it up for y'all. Yeah. But today was mainly a ode to Charlie Daniels. Yeah. With a little story, if you wanted to listen to it. So I think Charlie could have wrote a good Moon Eye song. <laughs> How do you think it went? Well, Hello, Moon Eye on the telephone. No. <laughs> oh, Moon Eye. Sing about how the Moon Eyes couldn't handle it and they got killed by the Indians. Moon Eye, Moon Eye, Moon Eye. Moon Man pulled his weapon and the Indian shot him in the head. <laughs> now he's dead, Moon Eye. That's how uh, it goes. Fun fact, I'll just see. Char- Dan- Charlie Daniels actually co wrote a song that Elvis sang called It Hurts Me. I don't okay. Know that song, but it's interesting. Oh, here's another fun fact you probably don't know. Lou Diamond Phillips wrote some songs with Charlie Daniels. Really? For one of his movies called I didn't know that. Back in like 94 or 96, something like that. Huh. That's interesting. But I couldn't find any of them on YouTube. Couldn't find I wanted to listen to it, couldn't find any of them. Well. So, if you don't like Charlie Daniels and you probably didn't care for this episode, <laughs> and if you do like him, you're a good man. So um, I read, go listen to him. Got any, uh, be happy. Got any closing thoughts for us? Shoo, Lord. Closing thoughts? Not today. Dad, got any you? closing thoughts? Nope. Why not? What about you, Craig? My closing thoughts is be the type of person that you want your kids to believe you are. That makes sense. Be, you know, your kids idolize you. Okay. 
Yeah, be be who they think you are. You know, you hear people say, be the kind of person your dog thinks you are. Well, a dog can't think of nothing. So, I mean, dogs do think, but they don't be sitting around thinking, my owner is just perfect. They might, I don't know. But your kids think, you know, mom and dad can do it all. You don't have to be able to do it all, but be a good person. Love your country. Love, love your country. Love your neighbors. That's don't, all I got. Yeah, that's good. Good closing thought. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up today. Uh, tell them where they can reach us. You can reach us at themesserbrothers at gmail.com. Send us an email. Drop us a line. We'll read it on air. Send us an idea for a story. We'll do it. All right. Send I us will. your thoughts on Charlie Daniels. Yeah, let's hear your favorite Charlie Daniels song. Rock on, Charlie. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am Craig. Out. I'm Nick. Peace. We are. We are the Messer Brothers. <laughs>